What is up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Coworking Weekly Show. As always, I'm your host, Alex Hillman, and today I'm very excited to be coming to you live. Well, not exactly live because you're not here in the room with me and Mike, but I'm live and I'm here at Indy Hall's new home at 399 Market Street, Suite 360 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, our new home that we've been working on for months and months and months to move into. And this past weekend, we completed the move. And today is our very first day in the new space. So I decided to grab Mike, sit down here and record some new stuff for you. And you may notice that the sound quality is even a little bit better because we're recording from a conference room that's got much better acoustics. I don't know if you noticed in our old episodes, sometimes there'd be a little bit of an echo or some background noise. We've done a whole bunch of things while getting the space ready to make it easier to do all kinds of things, including record episodes of this show and the other podcasts that get recorded here. And we'll be sharing more about some of those things as we move forward with new episodes. But since we're talking about audio and acoustics, I've got kind of a fun episode today that is about music and music being played in co-working spaces. And a question from uh, one of my Twitter followers asking about music in co-working spaces. So why don't we get into the answer? listener asks, what music is on your ultimate co-working playlist? One of the interesting things about the music in co-working spaces question is the assumption that there even would be an ultimate productivity playlist. And I know that this is something that there was a, a bunch of buzz that came out of a recent co-working conference because one of the speakers or maybe a sponsor was one of these productivity music apps that sort of blends up coffee shop noise with classical music and says, this is the best for your brain. Personally, I can't get work done with that stuff going on in the background. I need some music. I need some background noise. And I absolutely cannot get work done in silence. And I know that I'm not alone. I know there are people who do need silence, who do need focus. And for certain kinds of music, whether it's with lyrics, that drives some people nuts. Some other people, they love having their favorite music playing, their favorite 80s tunes playing in the background. There's other people that love classical music. Other people like electronica, dance, you know, uh, trance beats and things like that. Everyone's got personal preferences. On the whole, I think that having some music playing in the background is going to be better than no music playing in the background, if for no other reason than it avoids there to be a silence to be broken. I hear from our members all the time when they go to visit other co-working spaces in other cities, how often they're struck with how quiet, like a library it is in another co-working space. And they realize that one of the first things that sort of helps cover the room with enough noise to make you comfortable to say something to the person sitting next to you is the little bit of background music. So if you're trying to decide between some background music and no background music, I would encourage you to have something breaking the silence. Now the question is, is what is that music? And that really comes down to who your community is. And it's tough to introduce new kinds of music, new kinds of playlists down the road. And sometimes I'd say it's even best to keep things mixed up. We don't have a single ultimate playlist. We actually have a lot of playlists. We have a couple of specific genre playlists. We've got a hip-hop hump day for Wednesdays, uh, which doesn't happen every single Wednesday, but most Wednesdays here at Indy Hall, where you know we try, and try to avoid the most aggressive gangster rap, but it's a, a lot of classic hip-hop, um, stuff that you know folks maybe grew up listening to and things like that. People often come in specifically on Wednesdays because they love coming in and having the hip-hop going on in the background. Some days we'll have, you know, more jam bands. We used to have a reggae day on Friday sometimes. Point being, each of these themes came from interests within our community, people who cared about a genre of music and put together playlists 
put together a playlist or playlists of that music that we could then cycle through. And nowadays, since Spotify is available, and granted it might not be available in your country, so maybe there's some other streaming service, but now that there are streaming services available, you can build on top of those playlists. Recently, I've noticed that we've been using the radio feature in Spotify even more because it lets you take a playlist that was human curated and keep it going even longer. It pulls together all the information about that playlist and builds on it. One of the coolest things, though, uh, is, and again with Spotify, not this is not sponsored by Spotify. I don't want to be promoting Spotify, but a really useful feature is Spotify's Discover Weekly. And I don't know if you've used this for you personally. Uh, if you haven't, I highly recommend it. If you, the more music you listen to on Spotify, the smarter it gets at making these playlists eerie, eerie good, both finding things that you already like, as well as introducing you to things that you've never heard before, but you would enjoy. Big fan of the Spotify Discovery, uh, Discover Weekly playlists, and we play those pretty often here at the hall as well. I think a couple of the things just to be considerate of is making it so that members can contribute to that as well. So we've got a Mac mini that runs Spotify in the background. People can remote connect into it in our new space. I want to set it up so people can actually walk up to the computer, see what's playing right now, add stuff to a playlist, contribute to it as well. Spotify also has collaborative playlists. Collaborative playlists. I swear this is not an advertisement for Spotify. But the... The other thing is, is when something is being played that people don't like, because that's what we're asking, what music people want to hear. We're just as much asking what music don't people want to hear. And I think the key here is whatever you choose, making it so that if people hear something that they don't like, that they know what it's going to take to change it. What would you like to listen to? Do you have a different recommendation? You have a favorite Spotify playlist or a favorite radio station, favorite Pandora station, and encourage members to contribute stuff. People love hearing things that they love to hear. So give your members ways to play that and share that with other people. One of my favorite interactions is when something is playing over the speakers and you stand up, you look around and a bunch of people are sort of like humming, not singing out loud, but mouthing along to the words because they know it. Or when people comment in our chat room and saying, whatever, whoever picked this playlist today, it's totally on point. It's got me going. It's got me grooving. And there's not a single genre that does it or for any one person. So mixing it up, I think, is more important than finding the perfect playlist or the perfect station. Have a rhythm where people can mix it up, contribute to it, and also say, hey, whatever we're listening to is totally harshing my mellow. Can I pick the next playlist? Can I pick the next few songs? Help solve all of, the, I think, the worst problems. And at the end of the day, if people want to listen to something other than what's playing over the speakers, that's why God invented headphones. Whatever people want to listen to in their own headphones, totally up to them. And even if they don't want to listen to any music, they can put on their headphones and have them not turned on and not have to worry about the music that's playing. Avoid silence. Avoid having a silence to be broken. Let people contribute to the playlists. We've even got a music channel where people are sharing you know, things that they, they want to listen to or new music they've discovered, and I'm periodically poking in and saying, hey, you should create a playlist based on that. Or if there's a conversation about a new artist. I remember when, when David Bowie passed away, we did an all-day David Bowie playlist. Like, Don't be afraid to change up the music. Sort of like it's sort of like the pulse of the room in a way, and in a really interesting way to influence the pulse of the room. Talk to anybody who's a DJ. A D, being the DJ is a very powerful place to be in. You have the ability to influence the mood of the room. One last thought. You don't have to play the same playlist all day long. You can switch things up throughout the course of the day. If you want to put something more mellow on in the morning, 
let people sort of warm up their day, you can do that. You can also try mornings where you put on something a little more upbeat to get people going in the morning, down tempo later in the day. Later in the day or after hours, you can turn up the volume on the music a little bit louder. But again, you want to do it in response to your community, what they're interested in, how they like to interact. And that means you need to be talking to them about what they want to listen to over the music. So have a conversation with your community about the music. That's the best answer. 